Welcome to Three Cups Collective. For this podcast, I was laid up with a back injury, but I encouraged Sam and Dave to go ahead and record without me. What follows is their totally off-script conversation, a few late-night phone calls to unsuspecting friends, and trying some really awful coffee creamers. Special thanks to their surprise guests, Danny, Kelsey, Joseph, and Jeremy. Let's listen in and be sure to join the conversation on Facebook, where we post links to everything the guys talked about. So what are we drinking today? What is this? This is new. This is Burundi. Um, Masha Washing Station is what it's called. Let me pull up the label here. It says, flavors of Meyer lemon, butterscotch, baker's chocolate, and a touch of spice. Bourbon coffees tend to be sturdy and dense. And as such, can be roasted to most levels. Our personal preference is to pull at the very start of second crack. At this level, some high notes are present, while the chocolate elements of the coffee are well-defined. So, so you roasted this. What, where are we at? Is this, is this more of a dark roast? I, I couldn't. I, I didn't get. No. No, this is. Um, so dark roast would be like past the second crack. Okay. So I, I couldn't get a good read on the second crack. Um, so maybe just one or two of the beans actually went into second crack. Because um, I heard the high pop. and It's different sounding than the low pop right. of the first crack. Um, so we're well past the first crack. So we're talking City Blend again from what we did last time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, City. It's not quite City Plus. We, we barely, kind of at their preference, you know, we didn't go into the second crack. I wanted to pull it before then. Uh, and so I cooled it down, and it stopped cooking. Cool. But it's a little darker than I normally roast. I normally roast into the first crack, and then I stop like halfway to the second crack. Cool. So this is a little further. It's a little darker than I'm normally. It tastes good. It tastes good. You know, Esther, um, Esther's not with us today, so it's just the boys today. And uh, yeah. so we, she's not feeling well. We gave her a cup of coffee. She gave us the thumbs up on it. it tastes really good. Um, yeah, but this is uh, this is really really satisfying. I like it a lot. Where is Burundi? I don't know. I don't know either. Is it in Africa? It sounds like India. Uh, no. And it's in Africa. It is in Africa. Yep. So it's east of the the, the Congo, um, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh. No, it's not Democratic. What is DRC? So, it's the, so it's just right next to Tanzania. East of the Congo, south of Uganda, and south of South Sudan. Um, so it's near Ethiopia. Awesome stuff. So we picked these up. I um, I I got uh, sucked in by Twitter ads. I am not a coffee guy, a creamer guy. I mean, so so this is Ready Whip, and they are, I guess they're trying to bring the coffee house home, and this is their barista series. So this is sweet foam, I guess to make it feel like you're at. Sweet foam. Your favorite coffee shop. And then they also have a nitro creamer uh, for you can put on there. So I am going to try this today. This is a nitrogen infused coffee creamer. So I guess I'm trying for sweet foam. Nitrogen. And then this is just like a foam dairy blend. So I guess kind of, I know, I know Starbucks and other folks are doing that, just that foamy top on their drinks now. You're talking about like with the flat white and stuff? Yes. So I'll I'll let you pick your poison, but I'm willing to maybe try a little bit. Well, of it sounds this like now. you wanted to try the nitro. 
I'll try the nitro. I, I'm not a creamer guy, so... I the nitro is more creamer. They're both going to be wasted on me anyway. I, I know. I feel bad. I left you some reserve. That's um, okay. I, I took a really big gulp, too. So, <laughs> so we're going to try this. I need to get over the microphone here. So we're not going to be doing whippets or anything, right? No, we're not You're not supposed doing... to shake it, then. Oh, uh, what? It says shake can well four oh. times before use and then remove the cap. Where does it say that? In directions right here. At least online. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Turn can. I thought you only shook it when you're... Upside down. We're intending to abuse Anyways. this type of product. Okay. Here we go. I don't know anything about the abuse of products. Uh, I mean, I only know from, like, pop culture. All right. So we're... That's great. That's super sweet. Oh my god. I'm gonna hate this. Possibly. Let's see. Hmm. Got a little bit on the stash there. Um. It hasn't really dissolved into the drink yet. I guess not. Am I supposed to like take a bite out of the foam? I, I don't know. Yeah, take a bite out of the foam. See what happens. Th this went directly into the lot, like into the coffee. Like this in, is just sitting on top. Yeah, this mix completely. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan. Okay. I think I think maybe in a cold, like, nitro brew drink, but <clears throat> I feel like I just ruined a really nice cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that, um, but... This is my opinion. This is my opinion. This is like... Yeah, it tastes like kind of desserty. It's super desserty. This is really so desserty. sweet. Yeah, really desserty. You gotta try this. Okay. On your hand. Do it on your hand. Oh, that even just Just try this straight up. Okay. That's stinking sweet, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. like pure sugar. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Why put it on your jeans? No. <laughs> yeah, so if you're if you're looking for that dessert type coffee with with your dessert. Yeah, the sweet foam ain't joking. It's this may, overpowering. This may be uh, what you're looking for. If you don't like coffee, I highly recommend Ready Whip Sweet Foam for next time you're drinking coffee. If you don't like coffee. Because it just overpowers it and it makes it taste like a dessert. Yeah. If, you, you, if your favorite drinks at Starbucks are the white Wappuccino. What is the, it the, the, white, the, white, the white The white, <laughs> the white mocha, chocolate. The white chocolate or white, white chocolate mocha? mocha? Yeah, white chocolate mocha frappuccino. White chocolate mocha frappuccino. If that's your favorite drink at Starbucks, you would love this sweet foam yeah. creamer. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think I, I'm not ready to rule this out yet. I think if I had, it's kind of hard. I, I mean, obviously, I can't do nitro brew at home. I mean, I guess I could. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the equipment for it. But the equipment's only $200, Sam. Only. Small investment for TC <clears> coffee. <throat> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to mix some of this into that. Yeah, try that. Because I mean, the way you described it, sinking down to the bottom. You know, I mean, it looks like it looks like a latte on top. Let's like, see what's going on in here. I'm trying to show Whoa, you guys. Whoa, that's crazy! Yeah, it comes out I wish like I could a show squirt. you what you're looking at, but uh, don't want to spill it all. And over the, the table. solution just goes straight up into the into the coffee. Let's I mean, I keep on drinking it. That's not good. Mm -mm. That's, why why that, do I keep on drinking it though? It's that's, like milky. It's like um, this is creamer. It is creamer. This is like actual creamer. Yeah, it says nitrogen infused creamer. So this is not dessert. This is creamer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I put too much. I don't like creamer. Hmm. 
Oh, God. Both of them together. It's just... <laughs> it's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not good. I mean, th- this alone, I think it's... I think I put a little bit too much for myself. I think it'd be, it would have been easier if I had... I guess, like, the way they show you here, right? Like, you can see the coffee, see the cup. I think if I had something like this, then I could determine a little better of how much I put in there. Well, but this one... But they're looking at a ratio of a fourth creamer to three-fourths coffee. Same with this one. That would be so much. That's like overpowering. I mean, a fourth of creamer. That's... Uh-uh. Oh, anyway, if you like creamer... I need some water. Like, I'm coated. <laughs> if you like creamer, if you like... I guess like David put it, if you don't like coffee, <laughs> and, uh, and you want dessert, you want drinkable dessert... This may be the way to go. Ooh. You good? That was like as sweet as like when you have donuts and they're warm from shipping's and you've eaten all the donuts and just that icing is caked down on that little paper <laughs> at the very bottom and you decide to sweep up the donut icing and eat it. That's what that sweet foam tastes like. The sweet foam. This one. That one. That's that, um, that sweet. Anyway, I, I saw them. Uh, yeah, I got suckered in by Twitter. A Twitter ad. And um, I thought, hey, let's uh, give them a shot. Let's review them. The marketing and the design looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it gives it the coffee house like feel, right? It looks neat. I like it. the way it looks. Yeah. I mean, Ready Whip doesn't let me down when it comes to um, Thanksgiving or any type of like pie topping. And just, you know, if I want to do like a fancy latte, just doing straight Ready Whip on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is sweeter than normal ready. Yes, for sure. For sure. It says it's non-fat, too. Which is crazy because it's creamy. Yeah, like, I don't know I how they not, do that. I would I not expect this to be non-fat because it's so smooth. And, and at the same time, it says no artificial flavors or sweeteners or preservatives, and it's gluten-free, so I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Who knows what's happen. in there, right? But, um, yeah, there you <clears> go, ready whip. All right, so what are we going to do today, Sam, without so, Esther? Yeah, yeah it's, we, we lose the dynamic for sure. <sighs> so I mean, we're really just lost without her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just shut this down. Okay. Let's call it a night. I had an idea, though. And, and you know, like you have like your radio like call-in shows, right? Yeah. People yeah, yeah, call yeah. in, you ask questions. I mean, one of my Here's favorite number, shows. call in, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like Frasier, right? People call in, Frasier gives them advice. Of course, of course. Um, but... You know, I had this idea just randomly before you came in is why don't we do a reverse like show, like reverse call in show. So instead of call in, we start calling out. All right. And let's see if we can get some people on the phone, talk to them about whatever creative projects are in. We, we can just randomly call down our list of contacts that we have. Uh, well, I want to I talk to a creamer lover. Tonight. A creamer. I want to call, talk, and I want to ask them to their face over the phone, what is wrong with coffee that you're adding creamer to it? So who comes to mind when it comes to being a creamer lover? I don't know. I I mean, I try not to associate with such people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anyone I would know uh, who loves creamer? Is Danny a creamer lover? I don't know. Let's ask him. I I think he may be a creamer lover. Let's call my brother up. And let's see if he even answers the phone. 
By the way, none of this is planned. We did not call Danny ahead of time. I hit call just now, so uh, let's let's see what happens here. It's ringing. It's ringing. Oh, that's too loud. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Dan. What's up, man? Hey, are you asleep? Yeah. Ooh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to wake you. I'm actually here with Sam. Um, uh, and we, we wanted to talk to goes, you about. Uh, we wanted to talk to you about coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Like coffee with a cup. Coffee with a cup. Yes. <laughs> what was that? Why? What's coffee? What's what is coffee? What? <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about coffee. Is that is that okay? Do you, can I wake you up for that? Like right now, talk about coffee. Yes, yes. But if you need to go to sleep, that I totally understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we just want to know really quickly. Do you like <laughs> do you like creamer in your coffee? Are you a creamer lover? Yes, but yeah, or yes. Yes, you're a creamer lover. Yes. Okay. And before we hang up and let you get back to sleep, uh, I just want to know why you're a creamer lover and what is wrong with you. Oh my god. <laughs> you're actually on the podcast right now. We're recording this for the podcast. <laughs> it's me and Sam. <laughs> Because because Esther is not feeling well, so we needed we, we needed to call yeah we, we needed to call a third person really third quick. Person. What? <laughs> All right, Danny, I love you so much. Thanks <laughs> for making you. us laugh for a bit. I I gotta go. <laughs> okay, love you guys. All right, get some sleep. Too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, so so Danny is a creamer lover. And we don't know. We don't know why. <laughs> I'm not sure he at this point he even knows what coffee is. What is coffee? <laughs> it's like like in a cup. He said. It's ten. It's ten forty-three. So that's a responsible bedtime. Yeah. Know? Danny's yeah. got work in the morning. Yeah, I mean, what? I are... feel guilty waking him up. I feel awful. So who else can we wake up? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Do you got? I mean, on my contact. Don't, yeah, don't call me. I'm my contact right list is deep and wide. Like, okay. I have eight thousand contacts. Okay. I, these are contacts from all of my life. Like nice. A to Z. I have. Look, if if you want to know how long my contact list, I have about what is that? Fifteen people whose name starts with Z. I think go I only to have... your personal contact list. And you probably only have like two or three. I have one person. It's one person that's on your list too. See, I have 15. Yeah, so, I don't know that many Z people. I mean, if I'm being honest, I only know about five of those. Hmm. That's that's impressive. I mean, so I let's, that. let's see who we can call them. Should we call Kelsey? Yeah, sure. I mean, Amelia should be in bed. I so. mean, she's, she's awake, right? Let's see. She's definitely awake. Well, rough day at work, so maybe not. Mm. She may not want to take so this call. Uh, well, she'll definitely take the call.
She probably thinks it's an emergency, though. She should probably be up front. Yeah, I'll let you take the lead on it. It won't be like with Danny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may go to voicemail. It may. It may. We'll leave her a voicemail if it does. You have to say, hi, this is David with Three Cups Collective. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded. Voicemail. <sighs> Not available. At oh, the oh, oh, she's calling. Please back. record your message. Hey, hello. Hello. Okay. Hey, uh, it's this is two of three cups collective calling you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're we're calling you for the podcast. Esther's not feeling well, so she's not a part of the podcast. And Sam and I don't know how to operate without a third person, so we're calling people on my contact list and talking to them. Uh, okay. We've called Danny, and he was uh-huh. asleep, but we asked him about some coffee, and he laughed, and he fell back asleep, <laughs> pretty much on the call, so. It was not podcast gold. We, we hung up and, and kind of moved on here. Do you like creamer in your coffee? No, I don't. Uh, I don't not like creamer in my coffee. I mean, just be, on, just be honest with us. We want to know the truth. I, it really depends on the day. If it's iced coffee, yes, I pretty much always get it with cream and sugar. Black, most of the time. So with iced coffee, is that like milk or is it creamer? Because I you know in ice, like in cold brews, they just add milk, right? Well, it depends on what it is. But I like like cream. Like the thicker and fattier it is, the better. Mm. Like a sweet cream. like a, Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be sweet. Or like a heavy cream, just, like, just on top of it? Like, like I would put whipping cream in my coffee. Mm. Yeah, we kind of just did that. It's like a special Ready Whip um, creamers we tried. Mm-hmm. There was a sweet foam and a nitro. What is it? And a nitro creamer. Yeah. So we tried them out. They're, they're okay. Um, I guess if you like that dessert-type flavor. It's very desserty. It's very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. It covered up, you know, that nice Burundi coffee I just roasted today. Anyway, so we had these, like, super desserty whip topping, and so we're just talking to people about creamer right now. Yeah, it just depends on my mood, but for the most part, no, I just drink it black. Street black. I feel like that's the best way to enjoy, like, good coffee. Exactly. And that's you know? that's why I love you, because we're on the same page with that, for sure. Like, if it's if beans, like, I would I would feel really guilty if I were to put cream and sugar in it. Yeah. If it's really good coffee unless it's beans a bad, Unless it's a bad brew, like... A bad cup of coffee? Skin. Yeah, and like you gotta stale, cover it up. stale Folgers. You gotta spice it up with something. That's getting all the cream and sugar. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Keurigs? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't even get us started with Keurig. <laughs> Down with the Keurig. So what's the last cup of coffee you've had? Me? Yes. Um, the coffee you make maybe three sips out, out of and <laughs> every couple hours throughout my 12-hour day. Did it, did it hold its flavor once it got a cold? No. I'm sorry. It, really, it doesn't. Just something about it cools down it's just a different cup of coffee 
Okay. Well, we'll let you go. Thanks for entertaining us for a bit. Yeah, good luck, guys. Hey, I wonder if we should FaceTime tell someone. You want to check your phone? Well, I don't think my phone's going to be any better. I'm trying to see uh, who we could call. You can call Joseph, for sure. Let's call Joe. Let's see if he's at work. Be like, I can't take a call. I, I, this is how I've been spelling Joseph. Uh, yeah, that's not it's right. Joseph. Joseph. Isn't that funny? I can't stop spelling it that way. I think you still spelled it wrong. No, I didn't. Oh, there you go. I didn't spell it wrong. What are you talking about? I included the middle name, obviously, in his contact. Yeah, I'll tell you that um, that's Joseph in my contact right there. <laughs> nice. Hello? Hey, Joe, are you busy? Hello, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm in my car. Give me one second. Let me switch over to the car speaker. Okay, okay. That's good. We caught Joe in a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Gotcha. All right. What's up? Hey, I'm actually here with Sam, and we want to know about your coffee preferences. Joseph, what you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? We're in the middle of recording our podcast, and so we thought, let's give Joe a call. Oh. All right, all right. So... First thing we want to know is, do you use creamer? I am a. I drink my coffee black. Nothing yeah. in it. Nothing no, in it. No sugar. Try. No nothing. You're you're straight no, up. Nothing. I think it supposed to be drank. That's the way it's supposed to be drank. I agree, man. You've been taught well, Joseph. <laughs> I learned from the best. <laughs> What's the last cup of coffee you've had? Last cup of coffee. I went to a bakery. I got an Americano. I got a nice Americano. Ooh, Man, that's so a sophisticated, sophisticated drink right there. He's single. It was ladies, very good. It was, it was very single delicious. Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the three cup stamp of approval. Drinking Americanos on the regular. Americanos, that's right. Man, look at you. You've you've grown up. We're very proud of you. It was good. It was very good. Sam. Any so questions? are you are you just uh, are you just are you driving home from work or something? Yeah, I'm home from work. So, so let me ask you this: I mean, what, what, what do you do? What do you do at work? You know, I mean, do they have high quality coffee at work to keep you going, or, or do you bring your own? What does that look like for you? No, so at work they have um, it's uh, it's like your you know your Folgers brand coffee, the Ooh. ten cents a cup coffee, you know. So, so let me ask you: so when you're at work and you're drinking work coffee. Do you, do you like, kind of have to doctor it up a little bit to drink it? <laughs> no, even then I'll drink it black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, you are a brave man. I mean, sometimes I you just gotta <laughs> embrace the reality of your situation, you know. <laughs> you know, I the thing I don't like about creamer and uh, sugar is it just it makes my like my throat feel so. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay, I've, I've been experiencing this. Okay, so let, let let me back it up here. So so I guess we're gonna we're we're gonna attach the creative element to this conversation. Are you are you purely just removing creamer and sugar from your coffee because because you, you don't want it to affect your singing abilities? <laughs> that is what got me into drinking black coffee. Okay, and then I discovered how delicious it tastes. Um, I don't see. Okay, you want to know what got me to drink coffee? It, yeah. it was actually that. Like, I heard, 
you drink coffee and it opens up your um, your sinuses. So I started drinking coffee and I drank it black. Um, I had it as, you know as a kid with creamer and sugar and it was like you know my dad's coffee whatever. <laughs> I was I, I, you don't like it. Yeah, you're a kid. I'm like I'll, I'll try it again. I'll get a black coffee. Um, and then I just really liked the the flavor of coffee and I just really like it now. I don't know. Um. That's a good coffee yeah. story. That's a good foray into it. Yeah. So any uh, any singers, people that are constantly performing, you would you would advise them, hey, let's go go black coffee if you want coffee in your diet for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you're drinking coffee before you sing, get black coffee. It it actually does. It kind of you know the black coffee. It'll actually you know <laughs> it'll open you up a little bit your uh, your throat. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it will kind of dry out a little bit. You want to drink some water, but it works. But I mean, you'll also be alert and awake on stage. You know, you'll be bright exactly. and cheery. You won't be grumpy. Give you some energy. Exactly. You can dance a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Nice. The benefits of coffee. Hey, Joe. We won't keep you too much longer, but we know that you have a podcast. I don't know if you're working on any other um, musical things on the side. Anything you want to tell us about? Um, uh, yeah, me and Jay are about to come out with a, uh, another episode of Unorthodox Stinks. We haven't had a whole lot of time, you know, just got a new job and all that, but we're trying to come out with a, another episode. And what, uh, what's, the, what's the name of your podcast again? Yeah, on Unorthodox Stinks. Unorthodox Stinks. That's right. We just talk about, like, random stuff. It's just me and Jason and our personalities, and then... We feel off each other, and we just have fun with it. So is that four of you on the podcast? It's you and Jason and your personalities. <laughs> That's, That's a right. It's right there. Four, <laughs> it's all four of us. We try to fit us all on camera sometimes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, looking looking forward to it, dude. Any, any, anything musically you're working on? I know you got a full plate with school and everything. Musically? Um, nothing I'm working on. I mean, I can shout out Jason, though. He, he's got an album coming out pretty soon. And it's going to be straight fire, like no joke. You guys need to keep an eye out for that. All right. It's going to be, it's going to be good. I mean, yeah, I listen, he's, like, he's let me listen to a couple of demos. I'm really excited to hear awesome. like the whole thing. Awesome. It, it's going to be a good one. You just got us excited about it. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be good. Keep an eye out. Awesome. Hey, dude, thanks for taking our call, man. Appreciate thanks for being it. on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Buddy. I like to talk to you guys. All right. See you later, bud. Uh, we'll see you guys. It's a great call. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I what what is when's the first time you tried black coffee? I, I approached coffee knowing I'm gonna be drinking it black eventually. You know? Like mine I had for my first cup of coffee at like the age of nine. I was like, I know I can't handle it black. Mm-hmm. But like that's my goal. I'm gonna be like I'm drinking sugar and creamer right now, but like I'm gonna be weaning myself off of that. I mean obviously the 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 gateway drug, right, to uh, to coffee drinking is your your lattes, your frappuccinos, right? Yeah. That's but at some point, you know, probably I want to say it was about five, six years ago. Um, you know, I and I want to say it was you know the times when you and I were working together. Mm-hmm. The coffee was just like you know, it's just it got me through the day a little better if I just drank it black. Yeah, and started kind of developing that taste and just started ordering black. At that point, drinking it black. I mean, there's just something about, I don't know, there's just something about, like, the flavor is not, 
like with when you're drinking the, the sweet coffee or like the creamy coffee all day, it does kind of coat your throat and you're like you're tasting it afterwards. It's not an enjoyable experience. Right. You know, after like when you're spending all day with the coffee. But you know, drinking it black, you're it's just it goes down easier. It I mean, it's just it's more complex, I think you like. There's a mm-hmm. lot more to taste. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're just drinking cream or coffee, it, it's like chugging a glass of milk, you know, every hour or so. Like it's not, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, and I and uh, at least for me, this past year, <clears throat> really, um, just realizing that you know the cream, the sugar, just from a like digestive like process, you know, just wasn't wasn't really helping me out when it came to anything like like acid reflux or anything like it. Just it adds to that whole thing. Yeah, and I found out that just like just sipping on some black coffee didn't really have any of those issues like anymore. So especially like when you brew, when you do your brewing method to where it's the coffee is less acidic right. and you're drinking it that way, it's definitely more enjoyable for me for sure. Hmm. Who else can we ask? Hmm. Let's see. I think if we can get one more call, we can who's, get one on more our call sheet, Sam. Yeah. One more person on here. Let me see here. Oh, Hey, you know what? Yes. I, I remember I was talking about not deleting songs anymore. Did mm-hmm. I tell you about that? So I actually posted a song to my SoundCloud today for the first time in like years. Really? Yeah. And it's a song that I normally would have just, you know, I worked out the concept, you know, and then I would have just trashed it. But I thought about you and I thought, uh, I need to let Sam listen to this. Oh, so you're going to play for us? I am. I'm oh. going to do that. So won't you? Let's. Downloading, uh, actually. Okay, so let me see if I can get one more person. Have you ever gone through your contact list and just think like I don't know who this person is? So, um, one of the things I did is when I worked at St. Mark's, mm-hmm. I did something of a contact dump into my phone mm-hmm. from a church database because my position there required me to have like everyone's number and ever be reachable to everyone. And I didn't want to have a bunch of strange numbers call me and not know who that person was. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded the entire church contact <laughs> thing. And I don't know how to get it off of my phone anymore. So I have a lot of a lot of those numbers are from the people of St. Mark's. The good, good people at St. Mark's UMC in Baytown. So yeah, that's um, that's a regular occurrence for me. But also my memory is a little bit like, you ever, you ever like grab a whole bunch of groceries that you're trying to bring into the house and your hands are full and you've got like a whole bunch of stuff and you feel things slipping? That one, that's kind of what my memory is like, okay? It's two arms full of groceries, uh, just a constant state of panic and, and feeling you losing stuff and, and just knowing that it's gone. So when I see a name, I'm essentially picking that grocery up with my fingertips and going, I remember who this person is. You know? Yeah, let's listen to this thing. Okay. Tell me what you think. Since I moved my piano to the living room, I've been recording, I have my interface in the living room too, and I have my iPad. So I've been using the interface to get the piano audio into the iPad and using a program called Loopy HD, where I can do looping tracks of any amount, whatever. And so I build the song that way. So I play that, and it's looping, and I play over it. And I can do like different time frames. I can reverse it, pan it. Um, So this is one of those that I did. Let's hear it. Got to do the electric piano. 
it's obviously too long. Um, because I was working with a sample size of about eight bars. Yeah. And so that's actually five parts with an additional part that's one of the parts just reversed. That's that 70s kind of like... Yep. So, um, yeah, you can only hear five at a time. And I just brought them in and took a few out at the same time. And then I layered the auto drummer over the top. And just made one big recording out of it. So it gets really busy there, obviously. Mm -hmm. I like the climax. Of the I like it. it gives, I, I like the groove, like for sure. And like, that's, that's just something that like I started with and then I added this. And I was like, no, that won't work. And so I, I re-recorded a different layer. And yeah, I just brought them in. I panned a few of the tracks uh, in Loopy. That's why I put, I put my other head. I wanted to hear them. Before I, I, I did everything else in GarageBand. And that's something normally I would take to this point and then... <laughs> and then trash it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering what kind of music I've been trashing, this is this is pretty much it. Yeah, that's so sad. You're just <laughs> trashing away good things. Because it's a it's a good like idea. It's a good snippet, and it yeah. like it helps me like if I want that feel, I know what to play. You know, yeah. like I know I know yeah. kind of what that sounds like. It's all like I have another song idea that I haven't put the drums on because it's just like a totally different feel, but it's the same sound of the piano. I'm going yeah. through a similar process, but I'm not recording anything. Mm -hmm. You should you should record it because it's it's just fun. You can record it, and you don't have to keep it. You can just you can trash it. Um, there was something I did like with Kelsey. I showed her something. No, that's not even on here. It's on the iPad. Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit of fun I've been having lately. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start recording. What I've been uh, what I've been playing with, because I'm trying to put together just a small project, instrumental driven. Mm -hmm. um, but right now I'm just kind of in the creative flow of, hey, this is what I want it to sound like. Yeah. Um, but I think I'll start. I I think I think it's so uh, kind of experimental that I think I may just like hit record and see what happens. Yeah. And go from there. See, that's good stuff. It may be something I can never recreate again. Exactly. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I can recreate that. But that's what's going through my head. That sound mm -hmm. is what's going through my head when I'm playing something like around that. It's, it sounds depressing. You know, it's kind of like very like it streets. Sounds, I don't know. Like, to me, I, it sounded very. I. I mean, I was like, you know, it sounds. It sounds very like '80s, '90s coffee shop. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit lo-fi beats to chill and relax and study too, kind yeah. of. <laughs> Oh, but speaking of lo-fi, Jason kind of gave me a little bit of a teaser with what he's trying to do is very on that lo-fi sound. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what yeah. he's going to do. That should I be a lot to check fun. out his stuff for sure. Made Up Mind. So I guess he's going to be releasing his album under that artist name. I think so. Cool. What do you think it's going to be called? If Melt and Mist were the EP for Made Up Mind. Maybe another M. Mandy. <laughs> Maybe. malicious modus operandi um, malfeasance mo, mo, mo hair motown mo motown how would just mo <laughs> who's that are we calling him uh i'm, I'm gonna see I, I may have to see if he's awake well that goes against the spirit yeah I, I, I know but he's on the east coast so he's an hour ahead of us Behind. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Ahead of us. 
So it's it's twelve eighteen over there. <laughs> Hello. What up? Hey. What you doing? Why are you awake? Um. Well, I'm on a different schedule. Ah. So ah. I'm on a. Technically, I go in at 4 p.m. I'm supposed to get off around midnight, but I got off early today. So. Ah, well, we caught you at a good time. So we are, um, we are one cup short of a podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is two out of three cups. So, yeah, so it's just the boys today, and uh, so we decided that we were going to do a reverse call-in show and call in to some people that we know that are some of our faithful listeners and uh and just kind of ask you just some okay. questions are you game yeah yeah okay so so we're talking about coffee right now and uh you know we we uh we just came across these uh creamers and we've just been talking to people just about their creamer preference do you use creamers why why not what's what's your whole thought around cream and sugar and coffee oh man this is um a complex issue for me so right. we want to hear am, it. We want to work I, through this yeah, with you. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm a hot coffee, um, black only. Um, so whenever I drink hot coffee, it's it's straight up no sugar, no cream, no additional um, coffee. When I do cold brew, um, and we do our own cold brew at home, we use Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, it's actually the one that I sent you guys. Yeah. Um, is yeah, yeah. is the one that the one that we use for our cold brew um, exclusively, uh, and so when we do that, we do um, two ounces black, um, two ounces. Excuse me. Oh man, she's gonna get so mad at me. Um, You've forgotten the recipe. <laughs> I think it's three three ounces of milk, um, and then an, an ounce of like a like a sweet cream. Um, I don't know the brand off the top of my head. Um, to add some some sweetener into that, um, so that's pretty much the only way that I um, do my coffee. So if that makes so, sense. So black on the hot, and then you will do a milk sweet cream within your cold brew. Yeah. Now, another exception to the rule is if we go to Starbucks. Um, I'm not a I'm not a, a real big fan of Starbucks personally. Um, but I don't like their black coffee because it's always burnt, pretty much. Uh, and so I'll, I'll do um, uh, a coconut uh, milk macchiato. I've never so, had one of those. Yeah, uh, it's 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 pretty good. Um, and that's that's kind of the complexity for me when it comes to do I use creamer? Okay. Now I now I forgot to do this because we just went like straight into the call. But this is this is my cousin Jeremy. He's on the phone. You're on the you're on the East Coast, man. You're a trooper. You're an hour in front of us. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So we appreciate it. So so when it comes to creamer, that's your that's your situation there, and you and you don't take your coffee any other. You don't deviate from that, no matter if you know. Because I know no. there's some there like when you go to work, right? Like mm -hmm. is is a coffee bad to where you have to doctor it up, or you drink that black also? Um, I, I don't buy coffee at work. <laughs> you don't buy coffee at work, so you um, bring your own coffee. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And it's even to the point like, um, so my in-laws are here whom I love, um, sincerely. Okay. Brownie points. Okay. We get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's a a genuine comment and a conversation for another day. Um, (laughs) That being said, um, I have come to the point where, um, I feel the snobbery, um, for me in terms of coffee has hit another level. Um, I, I can't do things like Folgers, you know, like on a daily basis. Mm. Yeah. Um, Folgers, so Keurig for me. Keurigs are trash. I can't I, do it I, I, I can't do a Keurig. Um, I, I did it a couple of times at my parents' house, but that's just because I didn't want them to make a whole pot just for <laughs> me, and, and I didn't want to be rude um, to them. And so, um, but for me, like, you know, we've been making some hot coffee, and I'll even do um, a press pot with, um, with the black rifle. Okay. Um, but we had done the the black rifle in the coffee pot for the drip, and then uh, my mother in law didn't want to use that because she felt like it was too expensive, so she made a thing of Folgers the next morning. Ah, uh, okay. And I was like, "What is this? <laughs> Never do this again." <laughs> ever uh so um uh, yeah cool cool hey anything else uh anything else going on anything uh anything new or creative that you may be uh testing out or anything there um man creative um well i not not too much going on for me work is is um pretty exhaustive in terms of my time sure um i have embarked on um, learning how to french braid uh my daughter who is eight has decided that she wants her hair french braided and um i've been elected unanimously um (laughs) to 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 do that so we've had two runs at this point, the first one was decent, um, and the second one was better. Um, so while that's not entirely creative, that's kind of um, one of the things that I have, as a father, kind of gone down that path. Um, Sam, do you braid your daughter's hair? Um, not French braid. French braid's I, a complicated one where it goes on the side, right? I'm a little vague. That's correct. Yeah, you start on the top, and then you pull hair from the sides as you go. Yeah, so it looks kind of like a braid yeah. crown. Man, you're a stud. Thing, yeah. No, I can't do that. I just I, do. I, I just do, do the, the regular braid. Yeah, I can do the normal braid with Amelia's hair. Yeah. my daughter as well. Right, right, That's, right. Uh, you're you're a pro for attempting the French braid. You mean um, you may need to put like a like once you get this down pat, like you may need to do like a, like a YouTube tutorial or something. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a couple of, um, YouTube tutorials and that was definitely helpful, um, because I had no idea, um, what to, what to do at all. And, uh, you know, my, my daughter's very patient and, and it's one of those things where she's just happy it's done. She has a great attitude about it and she's just like, oh, that's awesome. It looks great. And in my head, I'm going, man, this is not that great at all. <laughs> uh, but I don't say that out loud. Um, trying to think of what other things that are creative um you know playing with a click track is very creative (laughs) Um, (laughs) all right all right all right right. Uh, um you're gonna get on that now huh i won't won't do that now um yeah so jeremy Jeremy is pro uh click track 
Um, David? Uh, I'm pro click click track on a, in a studio setting. In a studio setting. I think sometimes it's hard in a live it's It makes it more difficult in a live setting. And, and sometimes um, it, it, there's more opportunity for things to go wrong when you're trying to use a click track in a live setting. Like you're going to throw off multiple band members if, you know, there's just a little bit of, there's no wiggle room. So if the band's not well rehearsed, I feel like playing live click tracks is, is only for pros. Um, yeah, so for me, my, my perspective on the click track is um, I think that there's a, a level of proficiency that, that has to be obtained to play with the click track. Yeah. But I also believe that coming to rehearsal prepared um, is is a large proponent of that. Oh, yeah, um, and, sure. and, 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 and in my opinion, when you come to rehearsal prepared, you playing inside the click for me, um, is is where uh, creativity really lies because as a drummer, when I can kind of sit inside um, the pulse of the click, I can I find myself having the freedom um, to do other things because I'm not so concerned about maintaining the backbone of the music per se. That the click is kind of doing that for me you know so do you find yourself um, playing like in the pocket or more out of the pocket kind of just because I'm, you know the I'm, I'm a pocket I'm, I'm a pocket player okay okay i'm a pocket player yeah. it's just nice to have that i guess like the guide yeah. helps you you know keep it tight and, and i've come to the point where i'm almost um uncomfortable um not having the click hmm. um and and I think that there's a, a a level of dependence that that's in terms of playing um, unhealthy, um, you know. Because while I believe that there's creativity in the click and and being locked into the click is a very very positive and good thing, um, doing that all the time can I think limit limit you as a musician. Um, in a studio setting, it's 100% necessary. In a live setting, um, if people don't use it, they don't use it. Um, I mean, I feel like... If it, go ahead. I feel like if you're not, if you're not practicing with a click at home, you're, you're not going to be able to play with a click live, you know. If you're not practicing that skill, you know, and, and growing that, then then trying to do that with a band that, that is doing that, you're just going to mess somebody up, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, sure. but but that's but that's all also goes back to to preparation. Yeah. You know, if 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 as a if and, and we're talking in a church setting at this point, based on our conversation, you know, if you as a worship leader are going to implement the click from the beginning, you know, like you're going to say, okay, in February we're going to start with the click. You know, it, it, that needs to be done over time and maybe one song at a time and kind of slowly but surely let people kind of wade into the water. Um, and they should be practicing with the click at home to play with it at church. Um, and, and, and the church that we attend now, our worship leader, um, he doesn't even really have the drums up very loud. Um, the last set that I played with them, uh, there was one song where I shut the click off too early. So, you know, we were just a little over halfway through the song mm -hmm. and we had a breakdown. And 
we had one more kind of evolution in the song before we got to that point where I turned the click off and I turned it off too early. And um, he, he was like, I didn't know where the pulse was because he didn't have me really up at all. Mm, and so once yeah. everything kind of came back in, you know, it was difficult for him because that's, that's what's in his mix. And, and he's not the first person that I have come across that don't really have the drums up. It's, it's, they have the click. That's um, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I have to have, I, I got to have that, that bass drum kind of in my ear. You, got, you want that feel, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously you, you and I've talked a little bit about it, Jeremy, yeah. and I am, oh my goodness. Um, I'm not big on, uh, the click at all, you know, from, from, from a live perspective, because I like, I like to have a little more, I guess, freedom and autonomy of how the song is evolving and changing. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we play, we play worship in a assembly of God Pentecostal church. And so sometimes things kind of go a little different as you, as you go along. But I mean, I like your, I do like your thoughts just in regard to the practice side of it. And I think, you know, when, when David asked like, Hey, are you, are you a pocket, are you a pocket player out of the pocket player? I mean, I, I already knew the answer to that. And I think if I, if I would have kind of put the pieces together, then I understand a whole lot more of where you're coming from when it comes to the click side, because you, you are a true pocket drummer. You keep that groove, you keep it going. And it makes a lot of sense that you use that as your backbone and you build off of that as opposed to a lot of other drummers are more, more open I guess, open-ended freestyle, I guess, if you will. Right, right. Um, you, you know, in, in you know, the, the church that I'm currently in and then the church that we were um, in California, where they use the click, it's it's not like it's a multi-tracks thing where right. you have to play with backing tracks and stuff. It's 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 literally, you know, in, in the church in California, one of the services that I played, there was a, a breakdown and it was just the vocals and the the vocalist came in and she came in late she came in on the and and so the click that we were using was an eighth note click track um but it was accented on the on the the quarter notes um and and it kind of threw everyone off and so the band comes washing machine kind of like well well the the what 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 happened yeah 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 but were you at a mexican church (laughs) (laughs) what happened is the downbeat became the and yeah. Um, and that kind of threw everybody off. And so when the band came back in, I didn't turn the click off because I felt like we could maintain and, and, and we did for a while. And then things kind of slowly started to dissolve. Right? <laughs> like I could feel it. Um, and so I just, I just turned the click off. Um, the setup we had, I had a foot pedal where the left pedal was start and stop and the right pedal would progress the click. So like the next song, um, and so I just, I just turned the click off and we finished the rest of the song without the click. And, you know, it's, it's those moments where, you know, people make mistakes and, you know, like I've made mistakes and, um, you know, the, the click is not something that you fight with and you know, you've got to get back on, you've got to get back on. If, if things start to go south and man, abandon the click because it's, it's just going to make it worse. Yeah. 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 I feel like, I feel like you've nailed all of the the do the great do's and don'ts of, of using a click. I feel like this is a master class in, in, in worship leading click usage. <laughs> this yeah. is going on YouTube. Yeah, we need to, we need to monetize this for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, like it's 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 something that you know, and 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 they're the 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 current worship leader. I keep saying current because 
we've had like three moves in four years. Um, the current team that I play with now, uh, the worship leader and I were having a discussion about the click and I want to move to a certain way to do the click and he doesn't want to do that. Um, and he was kind of telling me when he started to kind of introduce the click to the band, um, one of his drummers came up and was very adamant and was like, I'm not going to be able to worship with the click, you know, because people are intimidated by the click because, you know, um, it, there's no room for error sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you're playing with something like multi-tracks where you have backing tracks, and you're playing with, with a machine, you know, not just the click and you mess up, then, then it's I very mean, noticeable. It's a, yeah. It, it's noticeable. So, you know, but just a click by itself can still be intimidating and daunting and people who are not accustomed to that. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you that really want to do most that. recently, um, trying to remember trying to remember the song we were playing i think we were playing um and for whatever reason i i think that anytime i play anything by elevation i feel like i'm practicing at home with a click more often than anything else i play just because the way like their words and lyrics and how they the cadence of how they write the music with the words mm -hmm. in my mind it just doesn't work very well so i think we we were playing hallelujah here below a couple of weeks ago and during our rehearsal time, we just, it just wasn't really working. Yeah. So I ended up using the click just for myself on planning center. Since I was the one really starting out the song, I had, to, I just had the flash. It, so planning center gives you a so flash it's not, option. It's not like a weird time signature. It's just a weird phrasing, right. I guess. Weird emphasis on right. the beats. Okay. Right. So I was just using that for myself and that allowed the drummer to follow along with me better hmm. at that time. Um, but for whatever reason, it's just, it's, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of their music that I feel like is just a little more, I guess, challenging from that standpoint to keep the right, the yeah. right beat along. Hey, Jeremy, before we let you go, um, how do you feel about a keyboard player leading a drummer? <laughs> <laughs> can, can you be more specific? In I was just I was thinking about Sam said the drummer was following him, and so I thought, oh, you oh, as yeah, a drummer, you know, how do you, you feel know. about? Um, well, you know, Sam and I have been playing together. Well, I say playing together. We, you know, we've been doing it for a long time, even though we haven't done it in quite some time. Um, we used to play together all the time, and um, I I have always tried to be a drummer that. Um, listens to what everybody else is doing and, and and my goal has always been to make the music better um and not about what feel i can do or what groove i can do or you know now i'm not trying to say that i haven't loved a, a, a groove that i played or added ghost notes or tried to make it more flashy than it should be but mm -hmm. um i've i feel like i've tried to to follow the keyboard player <laughs> <laughs> listening is, but, a, is an essential for every band for sure, member, i think for, for sure, sure. Yeah. hey man love you so much thanks for taking yeah, the call you guys too yeah thanks for letting me be a hey, part yeah absolutely we'll catch up later take care yep all right bye, bye. excellent man so we've had uh you had some some good very calls niche. i loved it very niche i can't wait to put that segment up on youtube yeah i feel like I feel like there's an audience who's going to find that clip and really love it. He had a lot of good things to say. I couldn't trip him up, you know? 
No. Yeah, no, he's he's uh he's he's all about the click. We've talked a couple times about it and I'm like, eh, I don't know. And he's like, dude, you really gotta do it. So you gotta Fantastic. do it. But anyway, it's good stuff. Hey, so this was fun. A little oh, different. That, that was this Just, was different. It's no replacement for Esther though. No replacement for Esther, for sure. For Got sure. Any points. <laughs> <laughs> no replacement for her. She's amazing. Um but yeah, good stuff. We tried creamers. We don't like them. Mm-mm. Uh, sounds like a lot of people don't like creamers. I mean... Or at least the people that we talked talk to today. Yeah. I, I, if you like creamer, uh, I think I need I need reasons why. It might sound wrong and rude. To, I, I need reasons why you like creamer because I, I don't think you like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we think you like milk. Uh, yeah. It's got to it's gotta be it. <laughs> So the one thing I'd say I really enjoy when it comes to the creamer side is when it's a dark coffee and you put in that sweet and condensed milk with it. Sweet and condensed milk is very, it's unique in its application. And I feel, I feel... To me, that's a, that's a, that's a winner. That's a pass. You know, especially if you're, if you're drinking one of those types of cup of coffee. If you're, if you're in Spain, you gotta cut if you're in Italy... Something. If you're in, if you're in it's Mexico, gotta, it's got to be strong coffee. Yeah, it's, I, it's just like strong coffee. I didn't think about the sweetened condensed milk. But I think for me, that's that's a winner, always a winner. I think because it's not that sweet, and it's not, you know how the milk kind of leaves you dry a mm-hmm. little bit, and then like the sugars kind of coat your. I feel like sweet condensed milk doesn't leave me feeling like that. For sure, I like it. Hey man, good show. This was um, this is pretty good. An experiment. What did you call it? One one cup. Short. One cup short of a podcast. One cup short of a podcast. There we go. Yeah, good stuff. Boom, we did it. We're out of here.